Hello, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of The Table Podcast. My name is Nicole. And my name's Sophia. And we're so excited to just be back with you this morning. Actually, we're recording this in the morning, which is kind of weird. It's super odd for us. Just so you know, normally we record like 3 p.m. to 9 p.m., sometime in that bracket. But we both had the day off. We're like, you know what? We're going to record the podcast in the morning, exactly. get it done, get it over with. Like, we're going to... But it's really throwing us both for a loop because we're not morning people without coffee. And we yes. haven't had coffee. Gosh, I don't know about you guys, but like me without coffee is just like a non-functioning human being. Like yes. it's just the real, that's just the truth. I honestly always thought that it was just like a Seattle like like person thing, like conception where it was like, oh, we need to have our coffee. But I have some other friends too, like they're not from here and... They, like, are coffee obsessed, so it makes me feel better. I think it's the world. I think it's the world, yeah. But isn't there going to be, like, a coffee shortage? Did you hear that? What? Yes, I could. Yes, on NPR. We rebuke this in Jesus' name. (laughs) Amen. Oh, my God. Lord knows. Yes. I would not be able to do that. Yeah, inflation and, like, everything's, like, with the shipment and all the, the, um, what's it called? Um, The backup. The I don't, shipment backup. Okay, anyway. The shipment backup. Go listen to the NPR <laughs> podcast after this and you'll find out about the coffee shortage. I yes. don't know. But no, that's like, that'd be the worst. I thank you, Jesus, for coffee and the fact that we will get some after Yes. Because <laughs> I need it. But, um, <laughs> but no, on a total serious note, we are just so honored and so um, excited that you've chosen to tune in this morning yes, um, or wherever absolutely. you are listening to this. And Man, it's just, it's been a good series that we've been on, I, I think. I loved it. I think we've just had some really good, authentic, real conversations yeah. about transitional seasons. Yeah, no, I mean, I think just, it's kind of one of those conversations that as young adults, it's just something that we're all continuously going through. And so I think really being able to break it down for people, being able to talk about like, okay, like when you surrender, like this is what happens. This is like what it allows you to lose control over. Yeah. And then you're able to like walk into the season of like, okay, I'm going to choose joy. Yeah. Like I'm going to choose contentment for what I'm like feeling. Right. And then now what we're talking about today, what is it? So it's what's next. What's next. What's right? next like, after you've done those two things. Absolutely. Right. And like we kind of talked about this earlier, right? But I, in my mind, surrender then leads to joy. Yes. And then you're in this joy. And then oftentimes in my life, I found when I've found like this true contentment in whatever season I'm in the Lord's like okay this is what's next Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that's kind of why we decided on these topics because in our own lives this is how we've seen the Lord kind of move throughout transitional seasons right no and I just think it's also just like biblically right like it's um like this is so I think just true and even like the stories that we see like within scripture and just like the scripture that we read that like it's these practical steps of learning how to be obedient to the Lord, learning how to surrender, learning how to be grateful and find that joy and gratitude in the season that we're in. And then ultimately being able to be like, okay, Jesus, now that I've like solidified these things in my heart, now that my heart has gone through that kind of like refinement period, what's next? Yeah, what can I absolutely. expect after this season? And so that's what we're going to be jumping in today. You're going to have to give us a little bit of grace today because Lord knows yes, this we are. Might be a little bit of comedy in here too because <laughs> our brains are 100% here without our coffee. So but That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the Lord will work regardless. The Lord will work regardless. Exactly. So really as we think about like what is... Like, what is the next step? Like, if you're in a transitional season, if you're in this season where you're really trying to figure out, like, 
what comes after this. I think like what we want to cover today and what we want to talk about are like, what are some practical things that just even allow you to think about what's next? Like, what are some practical things that we can um, take away from this conversation that we can be encouraged by about like what it is that will allow us to even make a decision of what comes in the next season? Mm-hmm. And um, I think for me, we were having this conversation um, not that long ago, but I think one of the big things for me when I left my season of living in New York, of transitioning then to Seattle, and of like even still now figuring out what is it that the Lord has for me? What is it that he's calling me to do? Um, How is it that I mix that with my career life, with my personal life, with my relationships? Like, how do I mesh all of this together and really choose what it is that the Lord, or not choose, but I think it's, I think maybe choose isn't the, like the right word. I think what really we're trying to do is like discern the voice of God within this next season, right? Like in order to know what comes next. And I think for me, one of the best and the most practical things that I really realized that I had to do was find myself a mentor, like find myself somebody that would be able to like sit down with me and have the uncomfortable conversations. Um, and it really just kind of in the same way championed me about figuring out what it was the Lord was trying to push me into in that next season. And I mean, I just know now, like now I have a couple and if it wasn't because of those people, like there's even decisions now that I've been making, like within the last few months, that it's thanks to those conversations that I'm able to have, um, just a little bit more discernment and knowing what's the next steps. And so, um, I think that's like sometimes a really clear way that we get to know what's next. And it's a really practical thing. Like, do you have a mentor in your life? Do you have somebody that's like speaking life into you, but that's also challenging you? That's like telling you like, hey, like, you know what? Like based off of like what I know the Lord has for you, what I can feel in my heart, the like prayer that we've like gone through together, like maybe this isn't the best decision or maybe this is. And so I think like for me in a really tangible way, um, coming back and even being involved in ministry and then being involved in a school, like I have mentors um, in just really different areas. And I think because of those mentors, um, I'm able to kind of sometimes decipher what it is those next steps are that the Lord wants me to take. So I think for me in the practical, that's a really big thing. Like what, who do I have in my life that is also leading me? Yeah, Um, no, that's super good. Um, I think I'm going to, I think my, my, what came to my mind, I think it's practical, but it's also a little more. No, yes, please. Yeah. So you kind of did like a really practical. Um, but what I think is so funny is I was actually having a conversation like we, me and my mentor met for about an hour and a half yesterday and we just had like this really in-depth conversation and about, I guess now when I was listening, like thinking, okay, like what, what am I going to say at this podcast? Like what this conversation I had yesterday, literally like. It's almost like night and day, like wow. the exact same thing. Hmm. Um, so what me, shout out to Mrs. Barnes or Nicole Barnes. Um, but what we were talking about yesterday, and she was really championing me in this because she was like, you know, Sophia, so many times as young adults, she was like, I can remember being your age and being young and being like, what is the Lord calling me to? I have to fit this exact thing. Like, mm. and really trying to be like, oh, but I know like I meant to lead people to Jesus, but I can't do that if I go into business or if I go into med school or oh, all these different things. Right. But she's like, if you simply say yes to Jesus every yes, single come on, day. Yeah then you will be in the destiny and be in the calling that he has for you. 
And I was like, that is so true. And I just kind of like, when I heard that, it kind of took me aback, right? Because I think like all of my life, and especially with our generation of young mm. adults, we're all like, what am I called to do? What am I called to do? What am I called to do? Right? And I feel like you, there's like these two different categories too, or maybe more, but there's like really strong people that are like, I have to like, I grew up in an unstable financial home, so I'm going to be yeah, a really high paying job. Yeah. Or there's this other group of like, I just want to bring people to Jesus, but why can't we be? both you know what I mean like why can't we just simply walk every single Hmm. day with the Lord and once he tells you to turn right you turn right that's right? so good. Instead of just like being like, oh my gosh, is it right? Am I turning right now? Am I turning right now? Because this is something I thought about too. It's like, we can't be fully present in the season and that we are in if we are always like, am I about to turn right? Am I about to turn right? Am I about to turn yeah. right? Because then you won't embrace the gifts that the Lord has for you right then and there mm. if you're always worried about turning right. That's so um, good. And so I think like, and like, I think that's really practical. Like just every morning, just do what you've been doing. So get up or maybe you haven't been doing it, but hmm. maybe, and if you haven't been doing it, start doing it. Just get up and say, Jesus, today I say yes to you. Hmm. And that's imagine so- the rhythm and imagine the different things that would be implanted in your life. If every morning you just said, Jesus, I say yes to you today. You lead me where you have called me. And you know, some days, obviously he's going to be like, go watch a movie, sis. You know, like. <laughs> Other days, maybe. I said, Lord, are you thinking about today? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just kidding. But, and right, so there's all of these different things, right, that the Lord um, could be leading to you. But really, I think that that, if you do that, then I think that everything will kind of fall into place. And something else that's been really on my heart, um, and I don't know if you remember this, Nicole, but way back in the day, I was all about, like, being, like, a lioness, and I was, like, like, all about, like, these lions, Right. And in the sense of like lionesses are powerful, they are strong, but yet they are so humble, right? Mm. And they can, they have the ability to run the camp, but they choose sometimes to take a step back. But then if they need to, they'll roar. And I really, and what was so interesting is because of my mentor yesterday, she said to me, she said almost the same thing. She was like, she's like, the Lord just keeps giving me this vision of this lion, um, and this lioness coming out of this cave and it's like they're waking up and then all of a sudden they bow their heads instead of roaring they bow their heads in humility Mm. and then they get up and then they roar and then what was so cool is then on and then on instagram lisa brevere posted almost the same thing oh wow and then i was like oh my goodness the lord placed this in my heart a few years back and I find that in my life, right? The Lord always gives me a few a visions a few years before they come to fruition, right? Yeah. And I yeah. had that same that same mm. idea, that same vision, and I really think it plays into this whole podcast of what we're doing of yeah. what's next, right? Because as young adults, right? Let's let's apply this to us, right? I feel like with the pandemic, with all that kind of stuff, we were talking about that mm. one of our previous episodes. I feel like we were in this den. Right now we're waking up, we're stretching, we're like, oh my goodness, how do I even walk? How how do I remember? How do I get out of this? How do I get out of it? How do I remember how to walk? Like all that kind of stuff. But I think there's so much power in the moment that 
you hmm. get up, you walk out, you bow your head in prayer yes. and in humility. Hmm. You bow your head to the throne. Come on, preach, sister. That is good. And then, and that then you word. lift your head once you've had enough time in the word, once you've right, had enough time right. in prayer, then you lift your head and you roar. Yeah, that's so good. And imagine, right, If because this is, and I really believe that, this is what's next for the church. Mm -hmm. This is what's next for young adults, well, yeah, right? Yeah, Is okay, yeah, maybe during that slumber, we, we figured out what surrender is, we figured mm. out what joy is, but now when we're coming out of that cave, we're first and foremost, we are petitioning in prayer yeah. and we are bowing our heads, yeah. right? That, no. And, yeah. That is, and I just like, whoa, come on. Who said that this podcast was not going to be fired today? Because <laughs> we're, <laughs> no, you're on a roll, sister. And I just think like, um, right, like I started off hitting on something so practical, but I love how you really like jumped in deep. And I think it was, again, thanks to like, even having conversations like that with mentors and with people in our life and just yeah. like different experiences, right. That allow us to like learn these, um, really important heart posture is because I think it's ultimately, it's like a posture of your heart. Like it is. is the posture of your heart. Humility is the posture of your heart that like you are first and foremost going to like bow down to the King of Kings. Right. Like, if that is not the posture of your heart, then I'm sorry. But like, I was having a conversation about this just in even like in leadership in the ministry yeah. Yeah. and you shouldn't even be asking yourself what's yes. next. Yes. Right. Like, yes, that's so like the good. posture of your heart first has to be like, I am want to like glorify and serve you and like humble myself upon you before anything Yeah. that if I'm not doing that first, yeah. then I shouldn't even be taking the next step. I shouldn't even so be chasing good. the platform. I shouldn't so even be good. holding the mic. Yep. I shouldn't even be like, you know, wanting the title. Like that really has to be the posture of our hearts. And mm -hmm. so, um, I'm reading, I'm doing the study guide right now and it's, um, by Rick Warren and he's awesome. And it's, um, on like the purpose of life. And so it's like, literally about calling and if you know me like I mean we've talked about what our words are and for Sophie it's belonging but for me it's really purpose and so I will like read things on purpose and calling as much as I humanly can um but what I love about the way that he starts off this study guide is that he starts it off by literally making the whole first part on like the fact that it's not about you come on like it is not about you and it has never been about you. Come on. Like if you are looking for your calling, if you are looking for your purpose, if you are looking for even the purpose in your season or what's next, and if you at all think that it's about you, then like, man, that is where we are starting it off wrong. Like it's never been about you. It's never been about what it is that like you want to accomplish or your dreams or Absolutely. your desires. Like it's what, a, like what Jesus has placed you on this earth like to do and like the fact that like that is one and like always the first and foremost to like honor and glorify him and I think like really if we can't fix our hearts on that first if we can't like fix our eyes on that then it just even makes it more difficult to take the next steps that are right that mm -hmm. are um aligned to really like what it is that he wants us to do and so um I just love that like that was what was on your heart because I think like I've been reading about that and I've been like praying about that even in my own personal yeah. life of like Jesus really like allow that to be my constant reminder um, that like this is never about me in like any area of my life. And so I really think like that is a perfect way to I think just like theme this episode of like man like what's next like first start before figuring out what's next like 
is your heart postured in the right way? Like, is your heart postured in that humility? Yes. And then you can think about that. Right. And um, like kind of going off of that, like looking, I think like so often we want to blame other people, hmm, right? Yeah. For the situations around us. But how are we fixing ourselves inward? Are we looking inward? Okay, Jesus, convict me. Like, what am I doing in this situation that can be better? Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I think if we do that. Hmm. then we can truly figure out what's next, right? Because if we're coming in with a heart posture of, I want to be rich or I want to work here, right? And if, it's all about or, I, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, right? And we don't have those mentors or those people in our lives that can call us out and say, yeah. um, no, right? Like we need those moments, but I feel like sometimes we are so afraid of those moments because we hmm. always are avoiding like putting it on ourselves because we want to be the best we can be, but we yeah. also have to recognize that every day or almost every day, well, probably every day <laughs> we're right. going to fail. Right? right. And I think also like there was something that like came to my heart of like sharing, like, I think like too, like with that whole lion, lioness dream, right? Like if, if my mentor didn't share that with me because that was on our heart, hmm. that, yeah. that wouldn't, that vision that the Lord gave me years ago wouldn't have Never been, back up, right? right? It wouldn't have been re, re, yeah. Yeah, re-revealed, right? And so I think that there's so much power in processing, not only with mentors, but just mm. community in general. Yes. And just like, yeah, just having those safe people, not too many safe people. You don't need to tell the whole world your business. That's a lesson. Do, That's, not, yes. do not tell everyone your business. Um, but those few people, like four or five, right, at the most, like, having those safe people that Mm. you can go to that you can process with and share those dreams because it's in those moments where the Lord is gonna like at least in my life I've seen it it's in those moments that the Lord like shows like the truth in it because Mm. if one or more people have the same vision or dream right that to me says wow this means a lot to the Lord if he's telling all of his children the same thing right and yeah that's kind of no and I and I think like another thing that really is like been pressing on my heart and even just as we're having this conversation I mean this isn't something else that I just want to reiterate is like I hope you know that Sophia and I are working through these things as much as you are like as we are having these conversations like I think it's just as much heart work for us as it is as like you are listening and so um I think like that's the realness of these like episodes and I find yes yeah no no my I find too in my life if I say something and I'm and I'm mentoring or I'm helping somebody through something right and I say it out loud oftentimes it's for me too yes come on like that's what I've always found in my life that if I'm saying something out loud like hey that's the Lord like being like hey so if like you if I'm not already doing it he's like you need to do this right and so um I'm now like trying to think for the person that's listening that's like, okay, like, so I've checked my heart, right? Like, I've realized like my heart posture, like, either is or it isn't pointing this way. Once I've established that, then like, what comes next? Like, how do I then go about, like, is it a process of waiting? Is it a process of stepping out in faith? Is it a process of like, what, what comes next? And for something, for some reason, something that was really like burning on my heart as you were even speaking, Soph, was the fact that I think for so many of us, it's so hard to even come to terms with how we discern the voice of God. Like, how do we even listen to like what the Lord is prompting our hearts for, right? Because I think if we can't listen to that, if we don't know what that sounds like, then I think even if our heart is postured in the right way, 
I think sometimes it can be really easy to enter the state of confusion of not knowing whether he's saying something's for us or it's not for us or like how do we decipher that and I think like for me this really goes into like two parts that I was reflecting and thinking on was like one it's like this is also how you check your heart posture it's like how you would check anything else I think for your life spiritually is like you have to know the character of God like you have to like be so in scripture be so like in prayer like be so in community that you know the character of God well enough in order to one know like what he wants your heart posture to be like and two to be even like be able to listen to his voice and know what that sounds like because I think if not then like that gets to be a really gray area where it can be really easy to not know um like is that Jesus or is it my emotions or is it my feelings or is it that I'm hungry or I haven't had coffee like why is it like I'm feeling this way and then I was thinking about like two and this is maybe something more practical it's that I think really when we discover and we, when we decipher what is next and when we're making those decisions or when we're even, um, you know, coming to terms with asking ourselves those questions, um, we can really, I think, listen to the voice of God in like four really practical um, ways. And I think one of that is like what you touched on, Stove, was this community. Like I think like oftentimes through community is where like the Lord is like revealing things to us like where he's like bringing things into like fruition that like maybe we've been praying and like desiring and like that we've been asking for for a long time um and so i think sometimes it's through community i think sometimes it's just through experiences like i think it's just through like day-to-day life experiences that we live right that like if we are in tune enough we can listen to the voice of god speaking through that um and sometimes i think it's something as like simple as like through our emotions and like through like just maybe that like more emotional like um heart posture side that we can have of like being like and maybe for you like I know for me I'm a really emotional person so sometimes like that's through worship that's through like things that sometimes I emotionally connect with a little bit more and so I think in those moments that's where like I can really hear the Lord like pressing on my heart to be like hey Nicole like either like that's okay or that's not okay or whatnot And then I think for others of us, it's like through this like logical lens of like when we really analyze and like sit and think things through and have these moments of reflection and of processing and of like um, maybe like hardcore dialogue, not even just with other people within ourselves. And so I don't know, I was just thinking about this, like what is next? And I think sometimes it's learning like how do we decipher and listen to the voice of God through those four things um, just within our own life? Um, once we've already made that decision of posturing our hearts. And so maybe that's just something you can like reflect and take away um, is like, like, I guess, what's the way that you find yourself if you are somebody that um, is maybe is somebody that's had a relationship with the Lord that knows how to um, maybe listen to his voice a little bit more, like what's the way that he tends to speak to you? And if not, then like, do you, you know the character of God enough to know and to be able to recognize when he is speaking to you. Right. And I think, like, too, like, some someone once told me, they said, you know, so if, like, the Lord's not going to tell you anything that's not in his word. Yes. Come on. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, always using that as, like, your main guide po- post of, like, and, like, that's something that's really, really practical. Right? Like, and it might be, like, cookie cutter Christian. Right? But also, like, just, like, getting into the word and, like, being able just, like, kind of like what Nicole was saying, to know the character of God is going to kind of be 
that like light into your path right yeah yeah and um that's something that's really practical like if you were not hearing the voice of the lord like you have a whole book that is his voice and just opening it up and like reading it like that is how you can hear the voice of the lord like i know a lot of like practical logical people in my life it's not yes they like get into the word of course but then it's also all the books and all of the commentaries and everything that analyzes it and all of the history and all of this stuff that points back to jesus that points back to the cross that that's how they've um really learned to walk with the lord because that's what they've needed like whereas i'm much more emotional than i am logical oh me too and come on yeah i mean i'm learning to be more logical as i'm getting older but my my true compass is emotion and so um so somebody like me right because i think like too and that was a real test of my faith is like once i am because there's a point in my life where I was like, you know what, I, for one reason or the other, kind of talked about it a little bit, but church hurt, I stepped away from the church. And a lot of, I found that in my life, and I saw in a lot of people that around me's life, right, they were so invested into the church and so invested into community that they, and that's like how the only way they were hearing the voice of the Lord, mm. that once they walked away, they're like, where's Jesus? Like, yeah. I don't feel Jesus. And realizing that like, the Lord is like a consistent, straight, like just consistent and just like always there and always with us. Like despite whether we're in or out of community in that particular season, right? I mean, we were, we were all out to a certain extent during um, COVID, right? But being able just to know the voice, like to really being able just to have that like one-on-one -on -one, like relationship with the Lord, like changes the ball game and recognizing that you can hear Jesus and you can walk with Jesus with or without community. I think that that was a real test of faith for not only me, but also everyone during COVID. No, and that's so good. And I think like, that's just, I think that goes to say too, that, um, the way that like the Lord can speak to us and the way that the Lord, um, can begin to reveal things in our own hearts, right? That are according to his will. So it is like different for like each of us, one, but is also like different based off like what season we're living in and like what our circumstances, right? Cause like, I think in a moment like that, like during COVID, um, like it was just a little bit harder for like the Lord to communicate to any of us through community. Cause we just weren't um, experiencing that much of it. And so I think like, that's the beauty I think of having a relationship with the Lord is that in the same way that we are getting to know him so well, he like knows you so much better than you know yourself. Like I think things that sometimes like you haven't even learned about yourself yet, like he already knows. And so I think the fact that like he will cater to that, that like he will cater to like the season that you're in, that he'll cater to like the person that you are as like Nicole, Sophia, like whoever. Um, and so like for me like that is where I'm like that's where I find security that's where I know like okay even if I don't like have a cookie cutter answer of what's next like I know that the person that I've already postured my heart towards that I've already like surrendered everything to that like I've given my joy to like is now going to be able to be the one that's going to reveal and communicate things to me but in his timing in his own way like under his playbook not my own um and so i can trust in that because i know that he just knows me that well yeah um, and absolutely. so that's like i don't know that was like really i know we didn't like really talk about talking about that but for some reason after you like talked about the posture of your heart it was like 
I feel like that's kind of what comes next. Like you posture your heart and then you almost have to wait and like know how to listen to the voice of God. Right. Because it's that. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, Jesus. Until one day you say yes, Jesus. And he's like, and do this. Exactly. And then that particular day, that's what you do. And then you you just, and then you just do that that day you go to sleep and the next day you wake up and you say, yes, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and I think that that in my mind, that's so simple of like, okay, well I can say a sentence every morning, but I think in that you kind of tie the Mm. whole series together, right? In that, that's surrender. That's surrender every morning waking up. And I might've said that in an earlier episode too. Every morning waking up and being like, yes, Jesus, that is surrendering everything that you might walk through in a day. Right. But in that surrender, in that, yes, Jesus. So you get to say it with the biggest smile on your face yeah. because he's the author, the beginning, the end, yes, the alpha, yeah. the omega. He is it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's who's guiding you. Mm. And it's not your, our, your, my, whoever's little human minds. Exactly. Right. But it is literally the alpha and omega and the creator yeah. of everything that is guiding you, that loves you enough to take each step yeah. with you every single day and is guiding you and walking with you every single day. Man, that is such a good God. No, that is so good. That and is I such think, a good God. And I think what also comes with like saying that yes sometimes is the fact that like you said, right, like you're saying that yes to like one day he gives you that like moment, right? Where it's like, okay, now go do this. But I think sometimes even with saying our yes, and man, this is something that like even with the table and with the podcast and with like all these things in my life, like I have had to really learn to surrender is I will say yes till you tell me to say no. And like when you tell me like to say no and like that is like the cutoff when like that is when like you're like, okay, like you've done what like you needed to do with this and like this is like the end of that season. I think learning to be so good at surrendering that when that moment comes as well, we can accept like again that transition into what the next season is like i think that's just as powerful and just as important because i think sometimes like when we're so used to saying yes to like the lord or to like situations in general it's almost like right you get into that mindset again of like okay like we're waiting or we're like thinking about what's coming next but i think sometimes it's the lord putting like brakes on you and like saying like okay you said yes you did what you needed to do but like now like i need you to stop and like then move into this next thing. And so um, for me, I think personally, like that's where my heart can sometimes struggle is like posturing myself to like, it's easy for me to say yes. Cause I'm like, yes, Lord, like let's continue to do great, amazing, like ridiculous things. Like that's comfortable for me. But I think when the Lord prompts me to stop, when the Lord prompts me to like say like, okay, yes, but like this is where the end is. That is where it becomes a lot more difficult for me in my own heart. And so Um, I just think even learning how to like go about responding to that, but also just like accepting that. And I think like, like you said, it's this beautiful full picture of surrender um, and of like just how really that's really all a transitional season I really think is about. It's Mm -hmm. like, can you surrender? Can you be obedient? And like, can you show that through your joy and like through the posture of your heart? Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. That's totally it. And I think... I think it's so funny though because like when you're like it's so easy for me to go on these crazy adventures I'm like so hesitant because I know how I'm just like hesitant I'm like heck no like and so I'm so much more opt to stay like I think in my heart of hearts I'm opt to stay in like the mundane and in the what I know and like Mm, that security but like I 
also just too I, I feel like I'm just such like a double-edged sword in that because like I just know I'm called to all these things and I'm like um no Jesus but I also have that drive to get me there if I want to yeah. use it but I'm scared to use that drive because of fear it's just right, simply fear, right. right but in that kind of on the opposite it's way the end of, yeah totally opposite in the structure I'm gonna be like okay Jesus like if this is what you've called me to do, like, I'll do it. But in that, I just have to trust and trust and trust that he is, like, with me, for me in every single aspect. Yes. It's so funny how, like, I think the Lord's, like, again, like, one works things, like, in us and knows us so well that, like, that's who you are. And, like, that's who I am. And, like, it can be so different, but I think, like, so complementary to each other. And so, I don't know, if you find yourself being like me or if you find yourself being like Sophia, like, I just hope this message today like really encouraged you. And I know about, I don't know about you, but I know for me, a lot of times, Lord, it's like reel me in. And so like, even through this conversation and um, having this dialogue, like I just really feel the Lord, like just speaking and prompting to my heart of like, okay, like be as quick to say yes to me, but also be as quick to say like, it is okay when I say no to you. Like, and so, um, man, so many good things that just came out of this episode today. I feel like it's a, uh, it's a good one. We're cutting it a little shorter today, but... I feel like the content was so the there. The content was <laughs> deep. We're getting deeper every time, and... And we love having this conversation with you guys. Like, seriously, it brings so much joy to both of our hearts, and thank you so much for taking the time yes. out of your days to listen to us. Like, it means the world to both of us, and we just want to say thank you. Yes, we are so honored um, to get to do this, and man, if this um, just really like convicted you or pressed at your heart not only would we love to hear about it but we'd love for you to share it with a friend just because like we really want um this to be something that is encouraging other young adults um in our area and just really across the nation and just wherever this goes and so um we're honored to get to do this with you and we're excited that next week we'll get to announce our new series, a new thing that we're starting on. That'll be awesome. Um, so pray about us as we discern and figure out what the Lord um, is wanting us to continue to speak to you. And um, yeah, it's a good time over here. Thanksgiving's coming up. The holidays are coming up. Praise I, like, Jesus. So excited. Yeah, it's like going to be a, a good time. It will. Okay, okay, friends, we will Love talk you guys. to you next week. Bye.